You are listening to the highlights from the Creative Process Interview with Bridget Munoz-Lubowitz and Claudia Forestieri. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. And we sort of came up with this idea that, you know, we were going to make a Juan Hughes film, which is like in the world of John Hughes, the look of John Hughes, the way it was shot, the color palette, but with Latinos. And so we put a little bit of a Latinx spin on that, especially with the music. So as Claudia was talking about the three different music palettes that we wanted to draw from, the first being the 80s, what were the songs that were contemporary at the time? Because music really creates a whole whole vibe as the kids say and we combined that with latinx music um, of the time and the fusion of the two so and we worked with a wonderful composer named yo horsley who's a latin music specialist who worked with us to create the score that combined all those those elements and also Reggie identified or pinpointed and expressed it in a way that all of us who were writing the scripts can understand a wonderful parallel between immigration and adolescence. And when you immigrate, it's kind of like you're going through adolescence because you're in a new place. You feel weird in your own skin. You're learning new things. Everything's changing. You feel awkward. So that also helped us to kind of like connect the adult stories to the children's stories. Mm-hmm. Well, it started with just being inspired by the real life people that surrounded me. So when I left journalism, it was at a time where there were a lot of negative stories about immigrants and immigrants were being vilified and blamed by the, the president. And he also disrespected a lot of other foreign nations. And it was just a nightmare, as we all remember. But we started with characters that I knew growing up. So we wanted to give them, yes, that lighter side. And it's a comedy, but also that real life dimension. Yeah, I think Claudia said it really well that we we focused on people that were really inspirational. So for me, the antidote to stereotyping is specificity. And that's also the key to really honest and I think quality comedy. So the specificity of our characters, I think, really helps break down those stereotypes. And I think from that, once you see somebody as a main character you see the world through their eyes and once you see the world through their eyes you understand them as individuals and you're not lumping them into groups i mean yes there are some things that you know the latinx community all has in common with one another but that doesn't mean we're just this monolith we are so many different nations so many different ethnicities so many different like dialects i mean there's just we're very diverse within that community so being specific like we have dominicans in the show we have cubans in the show we have colombians in the show we have like people who are first generation new immigrants we have i mean we have a taste of everything and we try to be very specific and intentional with each character and each story to try to give each person the appropriate spotlight to distinguish them from the group. Claudia and I worked on episode two together, which is based on Claudia's life. But uh, even though that didn't happen to me, I got to know very intimately that experience with Claudia and I was able to infuse it with a little bit of my own experiences in school, my mom's experiences. So even though yes, it is based on something that happened to her, that's the backbone. Or you imagine like a Christmas tree, right? That's your base. And then 
not just me, but Claudia and I, yes, we wrote the draft together. But once you take the draft, you bring it back to the writer's room and all the writers read it and they give you notes. They punch out jokes. So each one of those little things that they add become ornaments to the Christmas tree. And so whenever you see an episode, I'm not, there are showrunners that don't do it like this. And they are, they often just rewrite drafts themselves entirely, or they just take it and do what they want with it. The, our process in our room is that it, it, it's a huge collaboration. It's a potluck. It's the Christmas tree metaphor I just gave you where somebody takes, somebody makes the tree and then we all gather around to help decorate it and make it the prettiest and the best it can be. I love that tree metaphor. That's all okay. good. Yeah. So that, to add to that, how it starts, Mia, is like, let's say I'm going to keep going with a Christmas tree. Like everybody one day will be like, okay, today we're going to talk about episode three. And everybody brings one or two, three Christmas trees, right? <laughs> Bear trees. And they're like ideas. Well, when I was in fifth grade, this happened to me. And when I was in second grade, this happened to me. And this happened to my uncle. So then uh, me and Bridge together would figure out, okay, which one of these trees do we want to be the next one up? And then it's like, okay, we're going to start with this idea. We use that as a foundation. And then you kind of like start fleshing out the branches, which would, you know, which would be like your act one, your act two, your act three. Like, how does it start? How does it end? How does this, you know, thing that happened to our writer, Eddie, translate to something that could happen to Cuckoo in the 80s? So um, it's a process and it can be chaotic and organized all at once. At the beginning, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of ideas floating out there, but um, thankfully, you know, Bridge had so much experience coming from comedy rooms and she was like kind of our ringleader. <laughs> so it's like, okay, throwing out ideas and then like, okay, now let's see. Now we're gonna hone in on this one and all that. So it was kind of organized chaos. You have all these ideas coming in, then you start wanting it. But just because the draft is in doesn't mean that's the end of it. Sometimes, you know, you backtrack. Like there were a couple of episodes that once we saw the draft, you know, we're like, oh, I don't know if this is quite working. And then we would go back and hack off a few of the tree branches and then build up new ones. And it's like, okay, these work better. Let's get these decorations on here. And like, also like this family comes with, they have America on a pedestal. It's like, oh, which, you know, that, that was one area where we did want to like poke a little bit of fun and, and kind of just the realities. It's not, you know, the streets are not bathed in gold. It's like, yes, there's that aspiration for everyone to be treated equal, but that doesn't always happen. And I think there's been very few shows that have kind of like looked the United States from that point of view. So Yes, you know, it's a wonderful country. I'm very happy to be here. And immigrants are very happy to be here. However, I also think it's important to acknowledge the cultural significance and the contributions of other nations. And I think, again, that's why I really think that immigrants need to have more recognition in this country as a whole, because so many immigrants from so many countries bring the best of their country and the best of their customs here and strengthen the United States. And you know, there's a lot about Dominican culture that uh, Americans don't even realize. Like, you know, baseball is a great example. Like so many baseball players have come and played for American teams and made those American teams better. So, yeah, it, it's fun sometimes to kind of like poke fun at some things about the United States. And it's not all it's cracked up to be sometimes. America 
is about coexisting. It's about a million different journeys happening all at once, but really it being the same journey, which is to self-actualization, to be seen, to be loved. I know that's like not very capitalistic or whatever, but that's what I really see. That's really what I see, especially in the immigrant community. It's self-actualization and not just for yourself, but to create that opportunity for your progeny, for your legacy. To me, I, when I think of America and what America is, it's the nation built by immigrants that continues to succeed in large part because of the influx of immigrants to this day. And it's, you know, sometimes I describe it as the United States as like a club, right? It's this wonderful club. So many people want to be a part of it. And you need new members. And immigrants are like the new members that are kind of like the born again Americans that come here and like, they're the ones that believe in America the most because everything's new to them and they've sacrificed so much to be here. So for me, I just, I, you know, something that I wish people could garner from this series is um, the fact that immigrants built this nation and we continue co-creating this nation with those who are immigrants as well. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions, or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.